Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 7-3-2019. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump in to the news. First up is from me. Anyways, PlayStation Classic is now $25. Holy bejesus. Uh, the PlayStation Classic is now $25 at Best Buy, which means you can go to Best Buy and buy it for $25, which is, I think, 75% off of the original asking price. This thing is so cheap. It went down so quick. So go to Best Buy and buy one. This actually kind of has me wanting to buy one now because I can stream those games, but that's a story for another day. Anyways, go buy one. They're cheap as dirt. Second up in the news. 8-Bit is close to making a new podcast with friend of the show, Jono Peck Hosting. Here at DBM, we try and support our friends and past guests, and now is that moment. It is the time. The time is now. The podcast group 8-Bit is close to hitting their next stretch goal at patreon.com slash we are 8-Bit. 8-Bit is spelled A-T-E-B-I-T, which means once that is hit, they will be debuting a new show that is, and I quote, a brand new monthly podcast series dissecting comedy movies from the 1990s. This new podcast will feature the amazing Jono Peck as its host, and if you've listened to anything 8-Bit produces, then you know how awesome their content is. So, once again, head over to patreon.com slash weare8bit. Once again, 8-Bit is spelled A-T-E-B-I-T. And pledge today. Um, I actually pledge to these guys. They are freaking awesome. I pledge at their ten dollars tier so I can get like stickers and stuff. But uh, they're just a podcast group who are doing awesome things right now in the the space in the medium. And you you really owe it to yourself to check out their content. And they're Australian, so they have that awesome Australian accent. Third is from Gamespot and written by Oscar Deus. Rainbow Six Siege adds a new showdown mode and map for free. Ubisoft has revealed a brand new limited time mode for Rainbow Six Siege. The mode named Showdown is out now on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Showdown is a new 3v3 game type that takes place on a new map designed specifically for the mode. The map, Fort Truth, is a small size outdoor map that has a distinct Wild West theme. The mode only allows the BOSG 12.2 shotgun and the Magnum LFP 5.86 revolver. You can also choose from a smaller selection of operators than traditional siege modes. It's three of Maverick, Ash, Twitch, Capiteo, and Glass up against a trio of Alibi, Cade, Caviara, Maestro, and Rook. To tie in with the mode, a new selection of alpha packs are available named Showdown Packs. Each one costs 300 Rainbow Six credits and will grant you a number of 31 new exclusive customization items. Showdown is live and runs until july 16th hi everybody anthony from dad's beards nerds here here to tell you about our sponsorship program a wonderful way to help support us and another way if you are a business or just someone who wants something red our sponsorships cost 100 for a week or 200 for three weeks your ad will be read over our week's worth of content which includes dbn news any reviews we might do and our dbn prime podcast if this sounds something that interests you then contact us at gmail at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com we look forward to working with you and we look forward to hearing from you now enjoy the rest of the show fourth is from ign and written by jonathan dornbush assassin's creed odyssey the fate of atlantis dlc episode 3 coming in july 
Assassin's Creed Odyssey three-part story DLC, The Fate of Atlantis, will come to a close this month as the third chapter, Judgment of Atlantis, will be released in just a few weeks. Ubisoft has confirmed that The Fate of Atlantis third episode will be released for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on July 16th. Ubisoft confirmed the release date alongside a first look at the DLC, which seems to indicate players of The Fate of Atlantis storyline will finally get to explore Atlantis. The Fate of Atlantis' first and second episodes took place in Elysium and Hades' Realm of the Underworld, respectively. Atlantis has teased players since the DLC began, with a side quest in the main campaign that kicked off this DLC storyline. Ubisoft previously released Legacy of the First Blade for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, another three-part storyline of DLC episodes that took place in the existing map of Odyssey, telling a brand new story. In addition to the paid DLC options, Ubisoft has been supporting Assassin's Creed Odyssey with free content updates, including new modes like the Assassin's Creed Odyssey Story Creator and Discovery Tour modes, as well as new mercenaries, warships, and more. I've seen it. What was it? Uh, the Might of Testicles? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing some awesome work over there. And last is from IGN and written by Matt Kim. Mordeaux's community developers facing messy situation involving racism and sexism. Following the confusion over Mordeaux developer Triturneon's official stance on the diversity toggle, the team has issued a second statement on the matter, denying plans to ever add such a feature. In a post made in Mordeaux's community forums, Triturneon blames the confusion on a misunderstanding and lack of PR experience for the two developers interviewed by PC Gamer. First and foremost, Triturneon does not nor have we ever had plans to add a customization option that would face a white or force a white male default, Triturneon writes in a new statement. This is an absurd idea that st stems from a misunderstanding in a recent interview by PC Gamer with two of our artists. The responses given were referring to the gender part of the question, which were based off an old controversial gender toggle idea with the intention being to give the player options to play the game with only female characters, only male characters, or both. Triturnion says the idea to toggle genders in Morda was clearly dismissed, but that the artists from the studio interviewed were not properly briefed on this. Our official stance is that these toggle options are out of the question. The studio also brought up the toxicity within its own community, but says Triturnion has neither the experience nor the manpower or resources to manage a community of its size. As an 11-member team of first-time developers, Triturnion says it just can't moderate its community to an intended level of standards. 11-man team can't handle their community. Makes a lot of sense. Also, it's not their job to police people to, like, to be better people. So uh, toxicity on the internet, specifically in online multiplayer games, will always be a thing. There will always be trolls who think it's cool to be giant dickheads when it's really not. But there's not really much you can do about it. I don't understand what the backlash is on what they can do about it. Because what can you do about it? What can you do about it? That is the news for today, folks. Thank you for listening. And let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Check us out on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, check out that link in our Twitter bio or in all the show notes for the shows that we produce. 
So next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.